voice of the world The sound with the beat The sound that sets you tapping your feet Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure The sound of the news, rhythm and blues Tchaikovsky swing, whatever you choose Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure Welcome to All Things Radio, your weekly radio magazine, with radio news from a national perspective, quality and format changes, sports news, featured radio stations from yesterday and today, your voicemails and phone calls, as well as special guests and featured segments. And now here's your host, Bill Sparks. Educate, syncopate, radio communicate, radio, the sound of pleasure. Well, hello and good evening and welcome to All Things Radio 665. What is this? Um, already someone's making a lot of noise, which is distracting me. Jeff can... Okay, yeah, well, I'll first of all, we'll say hello to everybody. I got to tell you today, I mean, I know that people are, aren't going aren't gonna to have the kind of weather that we've been having, but today, when I went outside just to just to take uh, a walk around the complex, I thought I should have been wearing ice skates because it was just as icy as could be. It was like a skating ring out there. Oh, yeah, well, I heard about it. We had freezing rain, and we had snow and sleet. It was just a mess, but it, it, it's all good. Well, I want to thank everyone for joining us on All Things Radio Live and also for listening uh, when, when they download the podcast. We'll start things off with our radio news from a uh, national perspective. We'll follow that up with Jennifer Sparks' call it and format changes. And who remembers the days when the CBS News had really good reporters? I mean, not that they don't today, but we're going to take a listen to the last broadcast of Christopher Glenn on the World News Roundup, which he was, which, which ran for mornings at eight o'clock mornings for years and years and years, and we're going to hear Christopher Glenn. We're also going to hear in our classic air check. We're going to hear a little bit. It's called, I guess, I guess, it'd call it a potpourri, because you're going to hear some KJR jingles. You're going to hear uh, little snippets of air checks from the radio station from the 1960s. So, and you're going to hear some radio announcers. And if you didn't know about the history of some of these radio announcers, like Larry Click, Larry Glick, right? Larry um, <laughs> Blue Jack, <laughs> Blue Jack, the guy who worked at WCFL and WLS and WCFL and WLS because he went back and forth a few times. Yeah. But he also came to Chicago from working in Seattle, Washington. He briefly feet- worked at MEX and with Larry Glick. So that's okay, Jeff. Okay. Well, I didn't know. I knew he worked. I knew he worked in Boston. I didn't. I didn't want, but I'm glad you told me because I knew that it was MEX and I knew it wasn't BZ. Also. Yeah. Finally, but I always do this, and I know you guys don't like to listen, but, you know, I try to get people who like what is going on today in radio, and we're going to hear KPNWFM, and Sean, you are right. I will give you credit. Kudos to Sean on album Adult Alternative, and you get to hear a little bit of what they sound like. That's KPNWFM. That's what we got today, so I think you're going to find it an interesting show, and I have some topics that I want you to think about because we're going to talk about that later. Can an announcer be replaced by artificial intelligence like chat GPT. Think about that uh, because we can talk about that later on. Okay. So I'll turn it over to you, Bill. And you are real. I am real. Chris and the rest of the gang, Chris, Sean, Gary, and Perry and Mike, we're all real. We're not artificial chatbots. We're not Don Steele, but we're real anyway. That's we're real. Right. Go ahead, Bill. I'm fake. I'm fake. I'm fake. I'm <laughs> fake. I really am fake. But anyway, it is time for Jeff's award winning news there's no other comments to make except my new radio it's fine except 
I tried something different. I thought I would take a shortcut to make the favorites come in. I did all right. I deleted all of them. So now I got to I got to put them back. So but how you learn? Hey, that's the only way to learn. So we'll be doing that. So there we go. All right. Um, there will be some changes made next week on All Things Radio. You will not come in unmuted because we've, we we tried to do that. We can't do that. So we understand. So let's do Jeff's news. I'm Jeff Bennett for All Things Radio. And this is happening in the world of broadcasting. What is Odyssey's Atlas? Beasley Media reports their fourth quarter revenue results. We'll let you know what's happening on the street. And we'll begin a look at the Nielsen January Personal People Meter ratings. It was yet another busy week this week in the world of broadcasting. And I've got a question for you. What is Odyssey Atlas? Don't strain your brain trying to figure out the answer to this question. We'll tell you what Odyssey Atlas is. Odyssey Atlas is a new holding company that Odyssey will be using to divest itself of some of its assets. It's no secret that Odyssey has had some financial problems during the last few years. Odyssey stock price is down to 23 cents a share, and Odyssey could be delisted by the New York Stock Exchange. However, this can be delayed until the next stockholders meeting of the company. So let's try to sort this out. Odyssey Atlas is attempting to transfer at least three radio stations into this holding company. The first station is KQPS-FM in Palm Springs, California. The station is known as Channel Q. They don't have any radio announcers, and it's the only radio station that they own in this particular market. In Buffalo, New York, there's WTSS-FM, Star 102.5 with their adult contemporary format. And in Memphis, Tennessee, the radio station is WLFP-FM, transmitting on a frequency of 94.1 with their country format. Odyssey has also put the Radio.com domain into their holding company, as well as 15 tower sites. These tower sites include Chicago's WBBM-AM, WCCO-AM in Minneapolis, Minnesota, KILT-AM in Houston, Texas, WEEI-AM in Boston, Massachusetts, and the list goes on and on. Why would they want to sell those tower sites? Because selling those tower sites could make them money. They could sell those tower sites to a company that would run the tower sites and then they could pay rent to those tower sites as well, which would cost them a lot less money than having them pay for running those tower sites. We'll know what happens with Odyssey when they release their earnings report later on this week. In other news, Beasley Media reported their fourth quarter revenue results and they were up $1.3 billion at $72 million for the last three months of 2022. Last year at this time, Beasley revenue was at $70 million. The big savior for this company was political advertising which came in at $5.5 billion now let's take a quick look and find out what's happening on the street. Beasley Media is adding a new syndicated radio show to three of its radio markets. The show is a talk show about relationships. It's called The Evening, hosted by Cooper Lawrence and Anthony Michaels, who at one time worked as morning hosts at radio station WBLI-FM in Patchogue, Long Island. The markets affected here are Las Vegas, Nevada, KXTE-FM with their hot talk format, and two classic rock radio stations, WRXK-FM in Fort Myers, Florida, and WPBB-FM in Tampa, Florida. The question here is, will Beasley roll this show out to other radio markets? We'll let you know at a future All Things Radio live broadcast. In New York City, WABC AM is also making some changes to the radio landscape with a new radio show called Cats and Cosby. The show will be hosted by John Katsimatis, owner of the radio station, and Rita Cosby. The show will air Monday through Friday from 5 p.m. till 6 p.m. Rita Cosby also does a syndicated talk show on radio station WABC AM from 10 p.m. till midnight. WABC and the syndicated talk show by Rita Cosby are owned and operated 
operated by Red Apple Media. Now let's move to Salt Lake City, Utah, where Cumulus Media has hired a new morning show at radio station KUBLFM. The station programs the country format. The new morning host is Jesse James. He comes to this radio station after working in Fargo, North Dakota at radio station KLTAFM. In other news, let's congratulate Melissa Chase, who's been promoted to Vice President of Programming for Odyssey in Houston, Texas. She'll be handling the programming director chores at radio station KLTFM, which programs a country format, and Variety is formatted at radio station KKHHFM as well. She comes to this company after previously working for Summit Media. Now let's move to Minneapolis, Minnesota, where Tom Barnard is back. He's back with a daily podcast and a live streaming morning show, which airs Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. till 10 a.m., which will be made available as a podcast. Later on this year, that podcast will also have a video component as well. Cumulus Media has agreed to pay $1 million to settle a class action lawsuit by seven former employees. The employees say that the fees and investments of their 401k plan violated the Employment Retirement Security Act. There was no comment from Cumulus at this time. In Nashville, Tennessee, 102.1 The Ville, WPRTHC2, has modified its format. They had originally been programming R&B oldies. However, the format will continue programming R&B oldies with current songs as well. And they've also added the syndicated Ricky Smiley Show for mornings. Finally, Alpha Media has made some changes to the radio landscape in Lincoln, Nebraska at radio station KLMS AM and their FM translator. The station has dropped ESPN Radio for a variety of its format, which you'll hear on next week's All Things Radio Live broadcast. Now let's begin our look at the Nielsen January Personal People Meter Ratings. In New York City, the number one rank radio station is WLTWFM with an adult contemporary format. The number two rank radio station is WAXQFM with a classic rock format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in New York City is WCBSFM with a classic its format. In Los Angeles, California, the number one rank radio station is KOSTFM with an adult contemporary format. The number two rank radio station is KRTHFM with a classic its format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Los Angeles, California is KTWVFM with the rhythmic adult contemporary format. In Chicago, Illinois, the number one rank radio station is WLITFM with an adult contemporary format. The number two rank radio station is WXRTFM with an adult album alternative rock format. And finally, the number three rack radio station in Chicago, Illinois, is WDRV-FM with a classic rock format. In San Francisco, California, the number one rack radio station is KOIT-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two rack radio station is KCBS-AM with its all-news operation. And finally, the number three rack radio station in San Francisco, California, is KISQ-FM with an adult contemporary format. In Dallas, Texas, the number one rack radio station is KTCK-FM with its all-sports format. The number two rack radio station is KZ. PSFM with a classic rock format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Dallas, Texas is KLUVFM with a classic hits format. In Houston, Texas, the number one rank radio station is KODAFM with an adult contemporary format. The number two rank radio station is KGLKFM with a classic rock format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Houston, Texas is KSBJFM with a Christian CHR format. In Atlanta, Georgia, the number one rank radio station is WSRVFM with a classic hits format. The number two rank radio station is WAMJFM with an urban adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Atlanta, Georgia is WSBFM with an adult contemporary format. 
Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the number one ranked radio station is WMGK-FM with a classic rock format. The number two ranked radio station is WIP-FM with its all sports format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania is WDAS-FM with an urban adult contemporary format. Out on Long Island, the number one ranked radio station is WHTZ-FM with a pop CHR format. The number two ranked radio station is WAXQ-FM with a classic rock format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station out on Long Island is WBAB-FM with a classic rock format. In Riverside, California, the number one ranked radio station is K-O-L-A-F-M with a classic hits format. The number two rank radio station is KSGN-FM with an adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Riverside, California is K-L-Y-Y-FM with a Spanish format. In San Jose, California, the number one rank radio station is K-O-I-T-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two rank radio station is KCBS-AM with its all-news operation. And finally, the number three rank radio station in San Jose, California is K-E-Z-R-F-M with a news talk format. Finally, out of New Jersey, and that encompasses the counties of Middlesex, Somerset, and Union. The number one ranked radio station is WMGQ-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two ranked radio station is WKXW-FM with a talk format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station out of New Jersey is WKXW-FM with a classic rock format. Next week, we'll continue our look at the Nielsen January Personal People Meter ratings. According to those media monitors, here are the top commercials you heard on the radio this past week. Number one is Progressive Insurance, followed by Upside, Babble, Zip Recruiter, and Granger. Finally, we at All Things Radio are sad to report the death of B.J. Red McCombs, who passed away at the age of 95. You might be curious to know is, who is this individual we're talking about? Well, B.J. Red McCombs, along with Lowry Mays, founded Clear Channel. It all began back in 1972. B.J. Red McCombs passed away at the age of 95. If you have any comments concerning this portion of the podcast, there are many ways you can get in touch with me. First of all, you can send me an email. My email address is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at All Things Radio. Or you can send me a voicemail with our feedback line. The phone number is 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. And hit option two for the podcast team. For all things radio, I'm Jeff Bennett. Thank you very much, Jeff. No problem. As a matter of fact, that we, and where did Clear Channel start its uh, operations? In San Antonio, San Antonio, Texas? San Antonio, Texas. I can talk. Red McCombs. Red McCombs was a car dealer in San Antonio. And wow. he had McCombs Ford, McCombs Mazda, all kinds of, and they got this. He was the money man. Lowry Mays, WAI was going to be sold for split off from WAI TV. He wanted to keep them local. He, he and Red was the money man. He was involved all the way through about the late nineties. I think he got out in the late nineties. Red did because, and he, as we talked about on sports lounge, he owned several sports franchises. But radio-wise, he wanted to keep W. He was worried that WIA was going to be bought by some national, and ironically, Clear Channel became iHeart, which is the biggest national company. So, yeah. and I knew that I know that uh, Larry Mays he passed over. He passed away back about a year ago, back last last September. Yeah. So, and so, and I think if I'm not mistaken. Uh, they they certainly are a national company, and they certainly aren't what they were when they started in 1972. I mean, they they gobbled up everything they could no. initially, and they they also took a beating on the stock exchange. They also went through a bankruptcy and a reorganization as well. But the yeah. company still survives. All right, thank you, Sean. Exactly. Yeah, that was something about the ticket being number one. I never remember that in Dallas. I no, especially with a all right. There are five thousand water AM on thirteen ten, which is not the best signal in Dallas. I mean, it gets around the city, and 96.7, 
their asset was about what what gear about 30 40 miles north of dallas where the tower is they're licensed yeah they're licensed to flower mound texas which must be a suburb of dallas and or in that area uh, yeah, it used to be a Sherman station. Maybe Gary might know where the tower is, but yeah. But there but the fact is they're they're not a main, you know, big city uh, city no, grade station. The only team and they, they got have number is one. The stars, right? Isn't that the only team they have? Well they got a they got a lot of shtick. The, if you go to Dallas, it I mean, they have a lot of shtick. It's like it's like a classic rock morning show doing sports is the easiest okay. way right. to explain the ticket. Yeah. And, of course, the other one that was number two was WIP in Philadelphia, and that makes sense because the Eagles went to the Super Bowl. And when we get to Kansas City in, uh, next week, we'll probably see uh, them do very well. K- yes, uh, KTSP yeah. will probably do very well, too. I don't, I don't know. You know, the funny thing is, that's right, I, don't, I just got the ratings. I didn't get to look at them yet. But uh, that, that KCKC did very well. But will they do as well after this, after this book and the January book? Because, remember, we, would, we were doing the holiday book the last time, yeah. and then we featured yeah. that radio yeah. station. I don't know what's going to happen, but I do know one thing. Um, is the, is the, well, let's do it this way. I think what, what you're going to see in the next year uh, coming up is you're going to see a lot more AM stations go off the air. We've talked about that already. Yep. Um, and I think you're going to see, especially since AM stations need a lot of land for their towers and stuff like that, for the ground radials and everything else, you're going to see that the land is more valuable, depending on where it's located, than the actual radio station itself. When you can get... When you can get when you can get forty million dollars for a radio station, for the land that the radio yeah. station on, and that radio station certainly doesn't gross forty million dollars in income, then you know that there's no. a, that there's a that there's a shift. So that's all I can say about that. Um, and now, that's the other thing, like a weird deal for Intercom though that they would keep the transmitters where they are and rent, you know, sell the land and rent space on that land. Or yeah, whatever. you know why? Because if they if they get someone else to run the towers. And there are two main companies, but the big company is Vertical Bridge. And I know okay. this is—I know for a fact that this is the case in Albany, New York, as well. Now I own the tower, I run the tower, I have to maintain the tower, I maintain the transmitters, and I don't have—and I don't have to put that have that extra money in hiring people. Vertical Bridge does all the hiring. I lease the tower at a reasonable rate so that it can be used, and everyone makes money all around. Okay. That, that that's really what it's yeah. all about. It's it's about it's about make economically uh, the redefining the business of radio and what you own and what. Well, you it's own. a subcontract, is what it is. You're contracting yeah. that work out to those oh. guys, vertical right. bridge. That's yeah. correct. And, and they, but and and again, the towers in te- in, in Houston, Texas, for KILT, and in Chicago, and, and out in the suburbs of Chicago, Illinois, where WBBM is and located, or W. Uh, CCO out in Minnesota, that that land is probably worth very, very a lot of money, and so oh sure, and, and they know where REI is. Needham is a, a nice suburb, so you could people could uh-huh. put a development or shopping place or something in there. Sure, that, that's correct. So I mean, as long as you know that that's what the land is like and that's what the lay of the land is, that why do you think WQXR's land got sold and Family Radio lost that tight that tight, that site because of. Uh, a property development because they knew they could make a ton yeah. of money, and so that that's why fifteen sixty is not what it used to be. So again, yeah. well, we 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 will see. Will it happen to other stations like that? I mean, will WINS or WCBS or WFAN take off their AM stations? I don't know. But the big thing with New York City, and which is different than other places, it's it still has a pretty good sized population. You've got eight point five to nine million people living in the city. That's a lot of people to serve. So. You know, and the, yeah. and if AM is going to survive, it may be relegated 
uh, and I'll get off the soapbox mm-hmm. here, but it may be relegated to what I think are, are, are shows for the minority group. So you might see more foreign language programming yeah. on AM, and you might see more of that stuff. Religious. On AM, and religious. religious. Yeah. That's right. So that yeah. that's all I can say. I, I don't know. I mean, we, we can we could speculate till the cows come home and stuff about what's going to happen in yeah. the next few years but of I radio. Think- the difference, like EIAM is doing the bet, betting shows and all that, so they're not real important to people in Boston right now, except when they start doing the Red Sox games for preseason. That's about it, and people don't even know about that. But stations like WCCO and WBBM are, so uh, they'll they'll have to figure out something because people that those are flagships of the city. You know, they're, they're important. Well, stations those there. stations are staying there. They're just selling it, and yeah, no, and they're know. just releasing it. Yeah, those yeah. those two. But if they if they if they can find an FM station for those stations or an FM facility for oh, those yeah. stations, that that right. is where the future of AM radio is going to be. The big thing now is the translator. If you have an FM an AM station with an FM translator, and, they, and some of these stations do, um, you will find that 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 eventually now because they can't take the the station that has the translator has to be matched for this for the translator for a certain amount amount of years, and they can't just get rid of the tra- of the of the AM station without with in the translator. But if but if they if the AM stations start to go off the air, I guarantee you, you will find a way that the, that the radio station owners will lobby Congress to allow for translators to stay on the air permanently, maybe as a different class or, or some sort. But they will mm-hmm. somehow survive. That's that's the only thing I can say about that. I, yeah. I don't know any more than that. Bill, I'll turn it over to it you. All right, I guess you're going to make me go back to work, aren't you, Jeff? Um, I'm sorry, Bill. Did I wake you up? I'm sorry. <laughs> you did. Give me a hard time. Yeah. Go ahead. Bill. But I better not fall asleep because Jenny took the time to do these call letter and yeah. format changes. So she wouldn't appreciate she it if I didn't play these, um, play this segment for. So here we go. Hello everyone, I'm Jennifer Sparks and here are your call letter and format changes for the week of February 23rd. KNUC FM 98.9 Seattle, Washington changes calls to KPNW FM and changes format from country to adult alternative and changes slogan from the 98.9 the Bull to 98.9 KPNW. KTPT FM 97.9 Rapid City, South Dakota changes calls to KVPC FM. KTFM FM 94.1 Floresville, Texas changes slogan from Sports Star ESPN AM 1250 and 94.1 FM to 94.1 San Antonio's Sports Star. KVRF FM 89.5 Sutton, Alaska changes slogan from Radio Free Palmer to Big Cabbage Radio. KVRK FM 88.3 Chickaloon, Alaska changes slogan from Radio Free Palmer to Big Cabbage Radio. KLMS AM 
1980, Lincoln, Nebraska, changes format from talk to classic hits and changes slogan from KFORFM 103.3, 1240 AM to mix 103.3, KORBFM 88.7, Hopland, California, changes format from Christian rock to religious teaching and changes slogan from Broken FM to K-Faith 103.1 K-A-V-A AM 1480 Pueblo, Colorado changes calls to K-I-X-D AM W-R-N-R FM 103.1 Graysonville, Maryland changes calls to W-R-H-S FM K-Q N-A, A-M, 1130, Prescott Valley, Arizona, changes slogan from K-Q-N-A, 1130, A-M, Talk of the Quad Cities, to K-Q-N-A, 1130, A-M, 99.9, F-M, 95.5, K-V-S-U, F-M, 106.3, Desert Hill, Arizona changes slogan from 106.3 KVSU to Jill 106.3 KVSU KFAX AM 1100 San Francisco California changes slogan from your one place for Christian talk to KFAX 1100 those are your call letter and format changes for this week for All Things Radio. I'm Jennifer Sparks, wishing all of you a good week. Thank you very much, Jennifer. And by the way, I want to thank you listeners for making our listenership break some records. I've noticed over the past few weeks and tonight we've exceeded that and then some. So thank you very, very much. Take it away, Jeff. Okay, thank what you. What is Big Cabbage Radio? <laughs> I, That's what I want to hear. <laughs> we'll find out. I'll take a look at that. I got to hear that. I yeah. have a, but I have a question for you because we do have we do have some time here. Um, I am going to put on a radio station. This is a the- in theory, but there will be no radio announcers. All of the voice work will be done using artificial intelligence. I'll sample human voices for the radio announcers. I'll have a computer. I'll write a script, and the script will control the voices. The script will control the automation. There'll be no people at the radio station whatsoever. Do you wow. think that's do you think that's possible, guys? Yes. I know yeah, that, Gary, possible. don't don't you ruin it for me, Gary. I will, Jeff. I mean anything's possible. I mean whether it's listenable, yeah. it's okay. like well, you can get one of the things too, and well, you've got to be careful, and yeah, you gotta sample human voices. One of the things is we all know when you get sighted help uh, with a computer, what's the first thing you do is turn off jaws. So you've got to have real human voices saying, uh, you know, it, it's like having programming uh, Miss A or Siri or to get the, all the things that a human voice is going to have to ah, say to sound right. But, but you're not getting it, Chris, and let me explain what I mean. No. Uh, let me explain I what I mean. Just going. Um, let me explain here. I own a radio station, and Futuri is working with the chat GPT to create a system by which radio stations would not need any radio announcers. You, you, I'm talking right now, and, I, and there are programs right now that can sample my voice 
and uh, and make it say anything I want it to say. So we mm-hmm. can take that with a radio station, and you can voice track, but you don't have to hire someone to voice track. You already have the voices on the computer. You already have the sampled voices. All I have to do is write the script, put this, put the voice with the music, and you don't have any people at all whatsoever. You don't have to pay announcer for salary. You may have to pay. You may have to hire some production people. But it, I mean, it, this is the, the beginning of the wave of artificial intelligence. Um, can you imagine an all news radio station without without news people reading the news? No. Wow. I- I wonder on a news station or when they're doing live programming how that works. I could see for music stations for voice tracking because I I know what you're talking about the chat GPT and it's not just coming on line for radio stations. There's other stuff we're looking at it, but I think for voice tracking and music. But I wonder for live programming. I, 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 you know, there would be no live programming. Uh, yes, yeah. Chat is, is uh, people, the educational community is upset with it because yeah, uh, it I are. can sit there and I can yeah. put the parameters for a term paper in, and Jack, Chat GPT yeah. will write my term paper. I haven't told my 15-year-old yep. daughter about that because uh, mm-hmm. I don't, because she would be she'll definitely... She'll find out about it. She'll find out, she'll and she probably that, already knows about it. Yeah, but, that, that's where I heard about it. Yeah, that's where I heard about it, about the term I paper think news and, and sports, news and sports formats will need people because it's great breaking. You can't write a script for breaking news, and, you know, and if you're running a news station, you've got to keep up, and sports, you've got to keep up with what's happening. But for music, you could do anything you want, well, obviously. There's right? another thing. What happens if I'm using, if, if you use my voice to do, uh, to do the radio station breaks <laughs> and all the voice tracking with chat, GPT, and I, I don't need to do anything. I, you've sampled mm-hmm. my voice, and now you're making more money off of my voice. Right. And don't, and, and, I, you, and don't think that people who do voice work aren't going to be aware of this, and don't absolutely. think that, that they aren't going to take a radio station to yeah. court over it. So absolutely. Uh, oh yeah. Well, I'm just, I'm just looking the, at the future of what's going to happen possibly. Yeah, because think, the thing no. is, I, I I imagine that the people who do the voices for Siri and Alexa and so forth are, are handsomely paid for all that they do. So you've got to figure out a way. It's like with the music, you've got to figure a way to monetize the people who whose voices you can't well, steal it. I mean, in other words, you can't go back to this podcast and say because I said absolutely that you could take my voice and have it say well, absolutely on some well, radio station. there's a lady by the name of Susan Bennett, who's the, voice, who's the original voice of Siri, who was upset with Apple because they, they, she has in, in, inferred or, or, or believes that Apple is sampling, had sampled her voice and is using it in other means other than Siri. So, uh, yeah. so this is going to be a – this actually could lead to lawsuits at some point. It will. It will. So, well, so, and so back to yeah, – uh, Hold on a second. Let's not all talk at once. Go ahead, Go Gary. Gary. Yeah, back to the point of news and sports. If you have chat TPT in there and you have all the voices sampled, whatever that comes down on the wire, the big story, that that voice will read it. Yeah, yeah but I, I think you have to read it with inflection depending on... Uh, 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 Chris, I'm telling you right now, that voice can do the inflection as if, as if you were there. As if you were there. Yeah. Um, I, there there but, was an artificial voice on the Internet years ago called Anna Nova. And you would not know that that person was an artificial voice. There's a no. voice on my, on my iPhone named Alex. And mm-hmm. he reads and, and he puts the inflection in and he breathes. And you wouldn't yeah. know that that's, a, that's a really a synthesized voice. It's well, pretty well, wow. I might, so, I might Jeff, I, I might. Hold just, on a second. Go ahead, Bill. 
Okay, I'm sorry. I might disagree with you on Alex, but you're right about these new voices. And Chris, it's not your grandpa's no. voices. These voices are real. I mean, they are so real sounding that you wouldn't believe it. Could it uh, be yeah. done? Yes. But will it be done? I don't know. But yeah, I will the lawsuits are going to be humongous. And well, I don't think they agree, happen. but... Because they, Chat GTP is like I said, they've already had the controversies. Yeah. And searching and looking up stuff has the controversy with his like phone. Did, with, his yeah. phone. <laughs> with his phone. We need to invest in Sean a new phone. But we need an artificial intelligence for his phone. Right. Right. <laughs> but, but but they are going to have to pay these people for that's that's the one thing. Are they going to be willing to pay these people for the use of their? And that's where the lawsuits will come oh. in. Because, right. you know, um, yeah, and, and that's where, and that's where, yeah, that's where all the lawsuits are going to come in, and and that, well, that yeah. it will certainly be interesting it to see how will. some of those go. Lionel, can you uh, when we went to broadcasting, when we went to a broadcasting convention, we were in uh, Freedom, Wisconsin, and we were at a uh, small station on seven forty, and the engineer was really worried that he didn't know what was going to happen when he left because his because people. Unfortunately, today in radio, aren't really qualified. Well, they're having trouble finding people who want to do that. Yep. Go ahead, Lionel. Yeah, for real, prime example of if you guys really want to play with your spare time, by all means, go ahead. But there's a website uh, I've been known about for a few weeks now, 11 Labs. Now, you got to spell the number 11 out, dot I-O. And, yeah, Bill, 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 you're not kidding, sir. I've been playing with that, and that just totally just creeps me out because you can do manipulate the inflection. Like, holy cow, this is great. Mm-hmm. As, yeah. a, as a matter of fact, if you listen to one, I don't remember the actual number, but I believe it was last week's podcast or the week before podcast. Look up Jonathan Mos- Mosen at large, and he's got a podcast, and he's done talking about this 11labs.io. And I, mm-hmm. it is, it, it, it's scary. I'm not afraid of the technology, Lionel. The technology doesn't bother me. What, 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 what freaks me out is just how fast this is coming. That, well, a year ago, yeah, no, we weren't even talking about this, but now it's it's it's, it's right. here. It's not something that we're talking that we're talking about in 1984. It's 2023, and it's here. Jeff and Jenny and I will be gone. Yeah, <laughs> but but I mean, really, I mean, it's scary to say. But we could you could replace your radio announcers on the legend with the automation and voice mixed in without having them without with with just scripts that are written i mean it is it's scary because i mean those are people's jobs oh if i can hire one voice or two voices and and get their voices and sample them and 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 don't think that they're going to get paid forever there'll be a contract we'll say we are using your voice and you were paid for this amount of time and that's it and and you yep. either agree to it or you don't agree to it, and that and that's how they're going to structure these contracts. Shoot, Bill, we can upload yep. Jenny's voice, and she can do format format color changes as long as radio's still living. <laughs> that, that's true, and you know, and so th- they'll replace my shows right away. I can see that mm-hmm. coming now. So yeah. <laughs> it's happening. Yeah. Well, you know, the big uh, thing will be that people will, yeah, maybe. Uh, some stations in, in every town would say real people, real radio. You know, that will be the, the counter programming where real people are, are doing shows. How many would do that, though? But the, How but many are going to do that? I could see that, Chris, early on, but then I could also see 
when they see that the other station is do is doing what they do and, and it costs them yep. so much less to yeah, do it, and that's, they'll quit that's doing always it. what I say. The worst, the worst yeah, always wins out. Yeah. You know, whenever you have the better rock mm-hmm. station, the, the crummy one ends up winning because people don't know any better. <laughs> well, it, it, well I, I just I just brought it up. I just brought it up just to, uh, to to bring up a point no. to see where it's going. Jerry, can you unmute yourself, please? Uh, you're, uh, you're I want to be a, I want to be a lawyer. That's what I need to do. Uh, <laughs> the problem, okay. The problem with that is, what do you do with like local weather? You won't even get no temperature or anything like that. Uh, are you? Uh, they are you they can actually hold on, guys. They can actually yeah. Jerry put in temperatures and things. What sure I would wonder, uh, what I would wonder about with weather is. What do you do with tornado warnings yeah. and that kind of thing? Well, again, the weather service can uh. the weather service has a synthesized voice that does that when you get that cable interruption. They could do the same thing with the weather on the radio station. Yeah. It all about the script runs. It, it produces the weather the weather alert notice, and whatever voice is used oh. will use it. And that that that, that that's it, not an impossibility. Yep. And an example, you, on the we- an example on the weather, what Jerry brought up. All right, we have a station here. I, I checked it out about eight or nine months ago uh, for something. That, that shows how long I care about this station. But they, they had a weather forecast. They had some way of putting in the current temperature with that meteorologist's voice yep. already. It's all, and, it's it's not, an that's been, and that's been done. Yeah. And that's been done for years, Sean. It's very yeah, easy to a, do. Yeah. There is a service called it used to be weather. Eye. it's now weatherology out of Minneapolis and they go, they send their stuff <clears> around <throat> the country and that's what it'll do. They'll, you know, this is meteorologist, whoever, and they give you the forecast. Then at the end, mm-hmm. and the current temperature is, and they, you know, they'll give yep. you that. So that's what yeah. they're using. That's what they're using. That's, I think that is what they're and, using. And remember, this this is not new technology. There was a thing called the autocron, oh. which was used by a lady by the name of Bob Jane Barbie. And you would call uh-huh. up a phone number, and they would say the time is so and so brought to you by yeah. something that can be bright, <laughs> and the temperature is forty five <laughs> degrees. And she yep. would do, and and she would have. And she could even say forty five degrees and cloudy. Forty five degrees cloudy with rain today. Yep. And they would just have scripted stuff that they would put in, and it was all on. Well, it was originally on, on, uh, on, on, on discs, and then it, it became magnetic drums, and now it's all on hard drives to be doing this stuff. So yep. the technology has been there for quite a while. Listen to WWV when the guy does the yep. time. You know, that's right. not some guys that they don't have a crew of announcers doing that live. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. that's and the people who the both the both announcers, Jane Barbie and the. The guy who does it in uh, for the United for the United States, Jane Barbie works at VH in Hawaii, and uh, as, I forgot his name, but the Don, someone that does it in the United, they have both been dead for years, yeah. but but their voices live mm-hmm. on forever and ever and ever. I like that yep. WWE yep. spoof where they were all time, all the time, and they. Oh, I have to play that sometime. I have a copy of that somewhere. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, that's that's hilarious. It's not that long, so no. It's the one not. I used to like was CHU up in Canada, Dominion Observatory yeah. Time, and they did it French and English. They still yep. do. They do, and, yeah. and they still do. Says uh, I forgot. I'm not. A, I don't speak French, but I do remember it. And I remember it. It used to be only English, Chris. So I could go back that far. Uh-huh. So. That you know, it is a we we've got up the beaten path, but I think it's a it's a conversation that needs to be talked no. about because it 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 gets to the heart of radio. They were it talking does. about it if they could make artificial images and use them and make them actors and actresses. Imagine being able to make a modern movie with the voice and the image of Humphrey Bogart doing all the dialogue, and they can do that now with digital processing. Yeah, they can. Well, they look at all the hologram concerts that they've had, you know, with 
Tupac and Michael Jackson and Elvis, and they've had they just have those, those hologram concerts where you can go see the artist who's been dead for however long, and they've been doing it for years. That's so you true. go to the theater and watch them. That's yeah. true. All right, Bill, let's – we got uh, – East of the Rockies? No, we're yeah, going right. to go to CBS <laughs> right now, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You're right. Huh? Jeff, what do you want to say about this um, well, segment? Well, I'm going to ask for Chris's insight, Chris, because uh, you and you and I are old guys here. And, <laughs> and you know more about well, this. You, you follow the yeah. news more than I do. But it, right. this was the <laughs> CBS Morning World News Roundup. And this was the last one that Chris – Glenn did in 2006. Right. Yeah, well, we'll see how different, you know, again, like uh, this will be, uh, we, we skipped ahead from 88 to 2006 now. We, were, we oh, heard yeah. last week Douglas Edwards and how it was similar to the 40s. See, what I think happens now, I think that people are still filing full reports and then they, they pick, they cherry pick out of the report. And, you know, let's say uh, Joe Schmo in Cedar Rapids said, and then, uh, you know, uh, he'll have a, a little uh, 10, 15-second insert out of his maybe still doing a one-minute report, and ABC News or something will grab the one they like, the 15 seconds of what he said that they think is the essence. This so is it doesn't mean the people aren't doing the, the reports they used to do. We don't hear them anymore. That's all. Well, all I will say before Bill starts this is Edward R. Murrow talked about the problems with radio and television, and he had it right. Newton Minow, the former... She, uh, FCC commissioner had it right. The, the more we dumb down society, the more weight radio and television becomes a wasteland. Over to you, Bill. Right. Yep. Got it. Here we go. Violence runs wild in Iraq. It's been a bloody 24 hours. Hunger in America on the rise. Food insecurity has been rising in the country despite an otherwise strong economy. Bush team works to calm port sale complaints. Congress needs to be more involved. And a good morning, everybody. I'm Christopher Glenn with the CBS World News Roundup. Another massive, angry demonstration at the Samara Mosque, one of the holiest of Shiite Muslim shrines, destroyed by a bomb yesterday. The sectarian violence is spreading now, getting bloodier. CBS News correspondent Kimberly Dozier in Baghdad. Iraqi police across the country keep finding bodies of murdered Sunnis. Here in the capital, there were up to 98 so far that have been discovered, mostly killed overnight. There was a pile of 40 in one spot. Now we're also hearing reports that factory workers on a bus in Bakuba were marched off by gunmen and more than 40 killed there. Three Iraqi journalists were murdered as they covered the mosque bombing in Samarra. A leading Sunni Muslim organization is blaming top Shiite clerics for fanning the tension and Iraq has canceled all police and army leaves and extended curfew hours. At least 40 people are dead after the snow-laden roof of a market in Moscow collapsed. CBS News reporter Bill Gasparini has the latest. Most of the dead and injured were traders preparing their fruit and vegetable stalls. Officials say the death toll would have been higher if the collapse had occurred a short time later. Moscow's mayor has ruled out terrorism as the cause of the accident. Rescue workers say they no longer are hearing sounds from beneath the rubble, but sniffer dogs indicate there are still survivors. The Bush administration is trying to ease the uproar over selling control of American ports to an Arab company. Live to correspondent Dan Raviv, who brings us up to date. The Senate committee this morning will get a public 
public briefing from some of the decision makers who cleared that transaction, while Secretary of State Condoleezza Rice visits the United Arab Emirates, an ally against terrorism, she says, adding the deal was fully reviewed. It's a very thorough process. But Richard Pearl served on an intelligence panel that reviewed foreign takeovers. The committee almost never met. Saying that wasn't serious post-9-11 scrutiny. Another Republican, Susan Collins, chair of the Senate Homeland Security Committee, says she wasn't briefed until two days ago. And I'm just baffled by that. Reporting live, Dan Raviv, CBS News. The South Dakota State Senate has okayed a bill imposing some of the strictest abortion limits in the country. But CBS News legal consultant Andrew Cohen tells us even if it should become state law, it's going to have problems in the federal courts. It will immediately be challenged in federal court where the judge will essentially be required to block its enforcement because it's contrary to the law of the land that, at least for now, recognizes abortion rights. The reality of hunger in America continues to grow as more people seek what's called food assistance. Correspondent John Hartje reports. More than 25 million Americans turned to charity for food last year, an increase of 9 million people in just four years. At America's Second Harvest, Doug O'Brien says many who need food aid have income, but not enough to feed their families. 36% of the households served by uh, food pantries, soup kitchens, and emergency shelters have at least one adult employed. And many who resort to food banks and soup kitchens get food stamps. But O'Brien says the government benefits are not enough. And this study was done before last fall's hurricanes forced many to seek food assistance. John Hartchie, CBS News, Washington. Time to shine. Sasha Cohen skates for the gold at the Winter Olympics in a few hours. CBS's Steve Futterman is in Torino. Sasha Cohn has a narrow lead entering tonight's competition, three one-hundredths of a point over Russia's Arena Slutskaya. They're expected to battle it out for the gold. It's a classic matchup of two very different styles, the more artistic and graceful Cohen against the athletic and powerful Slutskaya. It's four minutes after the hour. A military judge has cleared a Marine swim instructor of any wrongdoing in the drowning of a recruit last year, prompting cries of outrage from the victim's family. Correspondent Jim Crisula covered the court-martial in Paris Island, South Carolina. The not-guilty verdict left the parents of 19-year-old Marine recruit Jason Tharp shaking with anger and despair, choking back tears. <laughs> it feels like our son just got killed again. We have to go through this all over again. After holding up a picture of his son, John Tharp threw down a folder containing his court-martial notes and disgustingly yelled, quote, There's no justice at Paris Island. Jim Crisula, CBS News, Paris Island, South Carolina. Teachers in Durham, North Carolina, will be able to get free graduate degrees from Duke University beginning this fall. The program, aimed at improving the city's public schools, will offer advanced degrees in teaching and intensive Spanish language training. Time in the World News Roundup now is five minutes after the hour. This is Charles Osgood. I remember from my boyhood a cowboy song called I'm Heading for the Last Roundup. Well, for Christopher Glenn, whose distinctive voice has graced the CBS World News Roundup this morning and every morning, low these many years, on the CBS Radio Network, this is the last roundup. He's retiring from CBS News after 35 distinguished years on radio and television. A generation of Americans remembers Christopher Glenn from more than 5,000 episodes of In the News, a CBS News television broadcast for children, which he began in September of 1971. In the News, the Watergate 4 received jail terms. 
This week, four former top Nixon associates learned how long they may have to spend in prison. They were found guilty for their parts in the Watergate cover-up in the news. In the news ran for 13 years. Chris also anchored a more in-depth broadcast for kids. This is 30 Minutes, the CBS News magazine for young people with Christopher Glenn and Betty Ann Bowser. Chris knew that the best way to tell a story to children was to make it as clear, simple, and straightforward as possible. And it turns out that's always the best way to give the news to adults, too, however complex the story may be. Nobody could do that better than Chris. He covered space throughout his long career. This is Christopher Glenn reporting the year's developments in space and science that made news in 1962. Even on that sad, cold morning in 1986 at the Kennedy Space Center, when the shuttle Challenger exploded after launch, and it fell on him to tell millions what he was seeing. A report uh, relayed through oh. the flight dynamics officer. A terrible the vehicle thing. has exploded. A terrible thing. Debris falling out of the sky, falling slowly, painfully, tragically slowly toward the Atlantic Ocean, just a few miles offshore. Chris Glenn has won just about every award there is in this business. His CBS colleagues not only have admired and respected him professionally, we wanted to sound like him. We even envied his time checks. And the time on the roundup, six minutes after the hour. Even David Letterman took to imitating him. <laughs> I'm on the roundup, six past the hour. Slightly on that slightly incorrect time check, Chris. On behalf of all of us here at CBS Radio, you are the best, and we wish you the best. Uh, Charlie, what, what, I'm flabbergasted. What can I say? Thank you so much for that. It's really, uh, really nice. I appreciate it. All right. All right. More news now. Mudslide. Rescuers had to rescue some rescue workers in the Philippines after they got stuck in the soft mud that buried a village. The death toll now stands at 122 there, but it's expected to rise to over 1,000. Let's have a look at how Wall Street's shaping up this morning. S&P futures down half a point. The time now, eight minutes after the hour. So how do we really feel about the Blackberries email and all the other gizmos that keep us wired to our jobs? Reporter Adrian Mitchell has been talking to workers in the nation's capital. Experts say technology that was supposed to make our lives easier hasn't. These people in Washington agree. Too much multitasking. That's a double-edged sword. In most cases, it should quicken your day. In other cases, it actually adds burden. It can slow you down if you get distracted with all the emails. John Challenger of the outplacement firm Challenger Gray and Christmas says always connected employees can actually be slower because they never concentrate on just one task. Experts say managers can counter that by giving workers more control and flexible schedules. Adrian Mitchell for CBS News, Washington. A ban on drinking alcohol, smoking, or gambling at a Christian college in Michigan may finally be coming to an end. Cornerstone University has set up a panel to see whether the restriction should be lifted. The Baptist College, founded 65 years ago, dropped a ban on student dancing 18 months ago. When you've just hit the biggest jackpot ever, do you keep working or quit? CBS News correspondent Lee Frank's been checking with the Powerball 8 in Nebraska. Now that he has won more than $15 million, Michael Terpster is thinking of quitting his job at the meat processing plant, but not quite yet. If we would leave, it might actually hurt the plant and it would hurt the people that we like. So I'm, until there is a replacement, I'm going to be there to help them out. Three of the eight winning workers at the meat processing plant retired soon after finding out they are now multimillionaires. Lee Frank, CBS News, Lincoln, Nebraska. 
And as this broadcast comes to a close, time for me to say farewell. I've been doing the work I love for nearly 50 years now. Honored to have done it at this great news-gathering organization the last 35. But retirement is beckoning, and it's a wrap for me. Not, though, until I say one more time, and proudly, that's the World News Roundup. I'm Christopher Glenn, CBS News. Very professional, very... Oh, very good. Yeah. yeah. Chris, you can tell down I think we older. I, I checked with Miss A on a couple of things. He was, he was uh, 68. He died in October of 2006. This was February, because I checked on the Winter Olympics, which ran from February 10th to February 26th of 2006. Actually, so it, was February was 20, it was February 23rd, uh, Chris. If I'm, oh, okay, 20, so it was on 22nd. It was a Thursday when he did this last show. Sorry. Okay, well, the uh, 20, 22nd would be a Wednesday. 24th would be a Friday because it's the same as this year. But anyway, um, he, uh, you know, he, he did sound older. Of course, you could hear that when they went back to the in the yeah. news segments and all that stuff. But, no, he was excellent. I always liked yeah. You know who he reminded me? The two that kind of came up later on in after the Douglas Edwards and Robert Trout. Him and Reed Collins, they were both excellent. You know, oh, yeah. Yeah. out of them yeah. came along, and yeah, I was thought of them together because they kind of came along the same time. And you say, "Hey, there's Ooh. new guys coming up that are pretty good." And do you know what? That's, Reed Collins and and Christopher Glenn both worked at, before they went to CBS. They both worked at WNEWAM in New York City. Did you know that? Wow. And, oh. and Reed, I don't know what happened to Reed Collins. Oh yes, he went to CNN eventually at some point. But uh, yeah, he did. Uh, but, as far as far as in the news itself. Like the, he re, they were you know they're referenced in the news that Charles Osgood did in the news for those of you that do not know because Lionel brought it up last week what it was there were little one minute segments that ran on the Saturday morning cartoons and it was you know ABC had Schoolhouse Rock so CBS had their own little counteract and it was little it it was news segments actual real news uh, for but devoted. Devoted to kids, like hey, this and and Christopher Glenn was the anchor, and he that was that was actually his. I found that it was his idea. He, you know, he was talking to somebody. He goes, hey, we want to get the kids interested in the news, so that's what they were talking about. Well, he was someday. We should do a feature on uh, Charles Osgood because he was around for so long, and you know, he he, he kept going uh, for many years. Uh, but he came to it late, at least on the national level. So I'd be curious as to his history if we ever well, actually, find Well, actually, actually, if, if you go back to Charles Osgood, back in 1965 or 1966, he was working it for the ABC Radio Network. I don't know if you knew that, but for no. that, that he worked for the ABC Radio Network. And of course, sure. he did that Sunday morning show on CBS tele- oh, Television Network. I love that show. I love that show. That was great. We've got All right, a couple of files. We got some hands raised, John. Hold on. Let's get to the hands, and then we can talk a little bit more. Uh, can you unmute yourself, Lionel, Mr. Mr. Yeah. Morales? Go ahead. Unmute yourself, Lionel. Yeah, that yeah, that really piqued my interest. I'm glad you brought you, you did play that this week because you know it, you know it's amazing. It kind of saddens me because you know he's no longer with us for one. But all those reporters that you heard in that, with the exception of Jim Crisula and Futterman. None of them were there anymore. None of them were there. I remember when the Futterman was on Mutual before they they, they canned it in 99. And, you know, Crystal is still there. But wow. and, and John Harchie worked for Mutual News as well. Yeah, yeah, you're right. He I mean, did. I remember John Harchie. But, yeah, you know, you know, as, as, as first I'm admitted to you guys as an audience, I'm, I'm a self-proclaimed news junkie. My wife can vouch for that. She's sitting right behind me. But, yeah, I, those those did pique my interest, you know, what's in the news every you know time I watch 
cartoons on CBS every Saturday morning when I could. Oh yeah, they were great, yeah. weren't they, Lyle? They, they were, were great. great. They were great. <laughs> I, I remember them, but I was I was older, so I didn't watch the you know children's shows back oh, then. That's, I didn't either. Um. Uh, okay, Walter Swank, can you unmute yourself, please? Yes, sir. There we are. Um, yeah, that, that those are good stuff there. Yes, he did really. I didn't realize he must have been ailing even at the time that yeah, he yeah. did that. That um, did that uh, last newscast. Um, but yeah, I remember. I remember in the news. That's yep. uh, that oh. uh, brings back some pretty good childhood memories. Then, you know, then obviously you like to watch that Saturday morning TV when you were a kid, right? Oh yeah. Oh, very good, Walter. The only thing I, I like, I like Schoolhouse Rock because uh, I was going out with a girl who, who was about five or well, six like when I first too. met her, and all yeah. she would sing to me whenever I got home from work was Conjunction Junction, What's Your Function, <laughs> all the time. She Loma loved. Bill and Capitol Hill. <laughs> You're right about that. Uh-huh. Well. But uh, and and Wondergram, which uh, was uh, the story of the metric yeah. system. So I mean, it was a because my, yeah. si- my sister is a school teacher. I always bring back the things to Sharon, and and she says, "Well, there's too so much junk on television." I, and when Sesame Street came out back in 1969, which it did, I believe yeah. it was 69 when it came out. What? She says, "This is the best thing for kids, not that garbage that you like to watch, Jeff." And I said, why are you hitting on me here with this? I'm 16 years old. I don't even watch cartoons anymore. <laughs> yeah. I got picked on because of the cartoons I used to watch, like Roger Ramjet. And, uh, you know. My kids liked Electric Company. They, yep. they thought that was really cool. And, and for my gener- for mine and Lionel and Perry and, and Walter's generation, Schoolhouse Rock, Sesame Street, and, I mean, in their own ways, all of Schoolhouse Rock, Sesame Street, and Christopher Glenn's in the news, all they they figured out a way. Hey, these kids are watching the cartoons. Christopher Glenn got us news items for kids to be in. A, you know, Schoolhouse Rock got us education. Sesame Street taught us what they needed. You know, they all they all were relevant for our generation. I think that this came up long before the idea of. And I'll make it quick. Long before the idea of cable in the classroom. You know, that started much later in the eighties. Yeah, which I think still relevant today. I guess in a lot of ways. But yeah, yeah. This is this is our our. You know, thing for us. You know, when Glenn did it. Mm-hmm. OG Readmore was my other thing for me too. The weekend special, but yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. I, I, now, when we were kids, yeah. there were some educational things. With Captain Kangaroo, for example, he'd have the animals on and you know talk about certain things. So we did get some education out of. Yeah, there were some cartoons mixed in, but we got some education from some of that stuff. Not so much Romper Room, but some of the things that Captain Kangaroo and the local shows would do some educational things. Too. We had national educational yeah. television. Yeah, we did, too. That's right, we did. But, you know, yeah. I was thinking about the news, Chris, and, and as I look back at that news that was in 2006, it really isn't much different, than the, different. That we, than the news no. we hear today. What they say, what goes around comes around, and everything they talked about in 2006, the abortion thing with Roe v. Wade now, of course, that's going to be yep. that's, that's going to be continuing, it's and, changed, and the yeah. terrorism and the terrorism in the Middle East, that, that certainly isn't any different than it was back then. Um, yeah. it's, and as the, only thing, the only thing that's gone is blackberries. That, that's yeah. true. Now, except yeah. if you want, if you want to put them on cereal, and, uh, no, never mind. But, <laughs> yeah. But, 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 but uh, as a matter of fact, when you listen to some of those reports, one of those reporters, Kim, Kimberly Dozier, was injured and she yeah. was almost killed uh, by a yeah. terrorist by a terrorism attack. Do you remember that, Chris? No, I didn't remember yes. that. I remember her name though. I remember that. I remember, I remember that. Yes. Yeah. There were yeah. two CBS reporters who were hurt by mm-hmm. terrorism attacks. One was Kimberly Dozier, and the other one was Cammy McCormick. Yeah. Oh yeah. I remember yep. that. 
So, so that's all I can say. I, I thank you very much, guys. I, 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 I talk to sometimes think about what to do with these things, and I hope that you guys liked it, and I hope that our listeners liked it as well. You can let us know on the feedback line because I think it's uh, interesting to see what history is like. Uh, and by the way, Bill, I, uh, Bill and Chris, uh, I, Chris especially, I found an old John, not the, the grandfather, uh, part of his morning show from 1947, and they have a newscast on WOR by, uh, from, from John Wingate. From oh, wow. Ninth, from well, John ninth, Wingate, I remember him up into the 60s and 70s. He started at WOR in 1947 and retired in 1977, and, I rem- and they have a newscast of his from 1947, and the writing... And what you heard on the news was so different. Oh, then, sure. As a, as a oh, that would be, yeah. Sometimes we could put that on because we're into a, we've done a, some sports features, but now we're into a news uh, cycle. So if you want to throw that in, that'd be fun. Well, I yep. certainly think we can do something like that. And, yeah. and uh, I'll ask Bill because he's the boss. He keeps telling me I'm, I'm the, the boss. boss. I'm not the nothing, boss of anything. Jeff. I'm the Go boss ahead, of I'm nothing. You, Jeff. I'm just giving you a hard time, you. Bill. Yeah. Yeah. Over to you, Bill. All right. I guess we're going to go to Seattle, aren't we? Yeah, we're, we're we going to hear the rest of the show. We'll really be focused on out, Seattle. And, check out the Space Needle. Here we that's go. right. Yeah. I've been on that Space Needle. Yeah, we went up there to the top of Starbucks, that right. when I was in Seattle. Yeah, that restaurant, mm-hmm. the, the restaurant at the top of the Space Needle uh, turns around. And, I don't know if it does anymore, but it used to turn around in circles. And you yeah, get we a went up view there the to the top Yeah, of I remember that. reading about that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, reminds me of a story I can't share on the air about oh, that. Oh, I wish you could. Oh, well, I wish sometimes. I could, but oh, so we'd so. lose all our and listeners. Blame it on artificial. If you ever decide to do it, blame it on artificial intelligence. Somebody put your voice together and, and said did. those things, but it wasn't you. That's huh? true. Well, well, let's, let's go to KJR. minds want to know. We'll find out yeah. later. Yeah. <laughs> we'll find out later. <laughs> you know, one more thing on that artificial intelligence, the last thing. I was thinking about this when we were talking about it, but I forgot to mention. Remember when they edited the, the uh, thing and they, uh, they put the thing together and they had Nixon resigning before he did? Remember that uh, record thing? Uh-huh. I shall resign. The president, you know, and they came out with Nixon saying all, all these things in the right inflection with him giving a resignation speech about a year before he did, and they put it on record. That's I right. I don't know who did it. But That's it right. Pretty, and, and, of course, the best, Nixon, cool. Nixon, the best Nixon impersonated was David Fry. He did such a, yeah. such a yeah. good... Yeah. Well, find that album called Radio Free Nixon, and you'll find a, a really a trove of treasury. Oh, that's a great, great album. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Before we get into too much political trouble, let's go to KJR. <laughs> i got to save Jeff from himself. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> he's going. Jeff, go get a cup of coffee and... Uh, by fourth one already. That's okay. Who's okay. keeping score? That's right. This week, in both my classic air check segment and my featured station segment, we're traveling to Seattle, Washington. And we're going to listen to radio station KJRAM, which has been on the air since 1921. This presentation is a bit different. It's a series of jingles that the radio stations used, and you get to hear some of the radio announcers who worked at this radio station during the 1960s, including Larry Lujak, Mike Phillips, Land Roberts, and of course, Pat O'Day. So without further ado, sit back and enjoy this presentation of KJR Radio on this edition of All Things Radio Live. Originality with Seattle's most popular personality sparkling bright. Find everything right. You're a musical host on Radio KJR. Fun in the morning. Hi, I'm Lee Perkins. Swing up the news. This is Wally Beethoven. Afternoon. Stay where you are. Terry R
Beatles and everything's coming up roses. Hi, everybody. This is Paddle Day, three till six every day. Hi, Dick Curtis with the KJR Battle of the New Sounds. Play Jerry K, music till midnight. Darren rounding out the 24-hour day on the Big K. Remember, when you hear Chicken Little exclaim the sky's falling in, call KJR, West 75100. 39 degrees at Channel 95. No major accidents. Traffic moving smoothly all over town at the moment. Both floating bridges okay. Traffic moving in on Aurora a little slower than usual, but nothing serious. And 99 is moving well into town. This is Channel 95, Traffic Control. 12 minutes past 7. He lay face down in the desert sand. Have you ever wondered how to get into the Peace Corps? A lot of people have. The first step is the Peace Corps Non-Competitive Placement Test. Find out where in the world you can help. Take the Peace Corps Placement Test, 8.30 this Saturday morning. Here's where you go. Mike Phillips' housewife of the afternoon is Mrs. Florence Childs of 5903, 164th Place, Southwest Edmonds. We'll be playing her 10 favorite records on the KJR Fab 50, and this is the one she lists as number one. Ask Me by Elvis Presley. Ask Me. Of you mothers who are exhausted from screaming at your fun-seeking children, lower your voice. Sit back, have a cup of coffee, and let Mike Phillips scream at them for you. Okay, here I go. Did you know that Congressman Tilly voted against the Kennedy-Johnson tax reform bills? After one o'clock, Mrs. Lawrence Childs lists this as number six among her favorite top ten. Pretty Woman by Roy Orbison, 55 degrees, Channel 95, sea level temperature at the minute. Sing it, Roy. 
Lou Jack Monday night, Jim Sims down the chimney at 11 o'clock tonight. This is Nancy Wilson. I want to be with you. Jack 716, all requests. KJR, request line numbers 421-9298. It's the Supremes at Go-Go, really going to town on their great albums produced by Motown. In the Jet City, 95 is the big number one. High School Football Bowl remained unchanged this week in balloting sportscasters and sports writers were apparently reluctant to make any changes among top contenders. Now, here's Chuck Mullen. What a game that will be in November when Southern California meets UCLA for the Rose Bowl berth. It's been years since the Huskies are completely out of the picture so soon. A few more items of interest. Cookie Gilchrist traded to Miami by the Denver Bronx. Cookie, a bad cat. He makes trouble constantly, thrives on it. He's always been a big, overweight boy riddled with complexes. He'll never get along with anyone on any team. If Miami can get a few good runs from him, it will help their new American League team. This is Chuck Boland, and that's the way the ball bounces. Oh, tell it like it is, baby. John Lennon, the amateur theologian, and his gang. KJR Classic 721. Be sure you're listening tomorrow for Chuck Boland's football predictions of the college games coming up this weekend. And don't forget, tomorrow night on my program, I start a new service. I'm going to start predicting the outcome of the fights after the high school games. <laughs> really, I am. Jay Cowan of Tacoma called in on KJR's request line 421 because he kind of craves this thing. Mitch Ryder and a Detroit wheel. Devil with the blue dress on. I dig it because his noise, he is loud. And good golly, Miss Molly. Hey, Jack Program is a wild orgy of habit. It's an examine here. KJR 720. Hi, everybody. This is Lad Roberts with the Friday Night Dance Views. And the big dances right after the big football games include the big one at Parker's on Aurora. Time now for another visit with a story lady. Where's the story lady? Uh, time now for another visit with the story lady. <coughs> uh, hello, children. Uh, today we're going to hear the story of the Frog Prince. Once upon a time, there was a prince who was changed into a frog by a wicked witch. She... Am I late? Oh, well, you weren't here, so I started telling the story myself. Look, I got hung up in traffic. Give me the script. No, I like being the story lady. You get away from that microphone or I'll break your leg. Uh, one day, many years later, a princess... Uh, uh, oh, give me that script! You're too late. We're out of time. Ha. Give me that script! Oh, with us next time, boys and girls, when the story lady will tell you what to do when assault and battery charges are pressed against you. Oh, yeah? Get me that script, you dirty... Red Rider. Hey, 
Hey, Red, what's the matter? You don't look well. Matter of fact, I don't feel well, Bill. You know, hemorrhoids. In an actual test by a chiropractor in Gary, Indiana, he discovered that none of his patients liked to have him pull their leg. <laughs> it's 22 after 4 at KJR. This is the Paddle Day program on Lincoln's birthday. station. You just got to hear a composite air check of KJR AM in Seattle, Washington, as well as some of their great jingles. And it's hard to believe that this radio station is 102 years old. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, or if there's a classic air check that you'd like me to present, why don't let me know about it by email or voicemail. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. Thank you, Jeff. No problem. Love that story, lady, because we had a station in Syracuse that used to run that on WNDR back Uh, in the 70s. Those were fun. Those were fun. Funny as hell. I can't believe yeah, that. Yeah, they, they were like the uh, the fractured fairy tales on Rocky and his friends, you know, that kind of stuff. But uh, KJR sounded like a pretty cool station. Now, the first jingle, that was the people who did the BZ jingles in the early 60s. Uh, that's correct. That was, uh, that was you know, CRC. That's correct. That was That's correct. Yeah. And I had not heard, I, I knew that Larry Lujak had worked at WK, at KJR, I should say, but I never, until I got to hear this particular air check, I never got to hear him before. So he worked at that KJR. Long, that was the music he was playing. That was pre- pretty soon he went to WMEX. He came, I would say he was only at MEX about two months, probably December of 66 to maybe January, February of 67, something like that. It wasn't long, and then he went off, I guess, to Chicago. But uh, he was only there a couple months. Did, they had At that time, they had Larry Justice. Larry Lujak and Larry Glick, all on the staff. Now, did, did Larry Glick sound the same on WMEX, or was he different? Oh, he was the same. He was, he the, was same. the same. Yeah. Yeah. He just sang sang a different phone number instead of two five four five six seven eight. You know, he had a different phone number to sing. But no, he was the same, and they had a lot of the same callers because, of course, you know, it was a local show, and and uh, at that time. That's all they could get him with local people. But, you know, when he went to BZ, then he got a bigger budget, get those got guests on from all over the country. Back. I remember one time 
he had uh, Carol O'Connor on for about three hours, and they were talking, and he, Carol O'Connor says, well, let me go, all right, you, you, you want me back for the next hour? He says, oh, let me go get a, get a fresh in my drink, and I'll be back. And, and so, you know, Carol was having his uh, little drink, and uh, Larry was talking to him for about three hours. Sounds wow. good. But anyway, the, uh, but the KJR, it sounded like uh, they had, they had uh, personality radio. It sounded very good. It was a good station. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. It was a good station. I mean, I enjoyed it. Well, I got to hear it when I was in Seattle back in 68, and it was, it was pretty good back then. And, of course, uh, Seattle was the home of, of, I believe it was the home of the World's Fair at one point. Uh, it was. 62. It was. 62. 62. That's correct. As a matter of fact, we had the two World's Fairs within uh, two years, you know, 62 there and the 64 in New York. Uh, I didn't know, you you know, at that time, I think they, you don't see World's Fairs anymore because they're very expensive to put on and stuff. Oh. But I, San Antonio was 68, also San Antonio. Yeah, so Red yeah, yeah, yeah. Pop Speaking of Red McCombs. Yeah, yeah and right. the Red McCombs. You know, and the yep. big thing in Canada was their expos. Uh, um, and I never expos got to the expo. 76. That, that was the World's Fair. That was the World's Fair in 67. 67, that's 67 in yeah. That's right, and that's why the yes. team was named the expos. But that's right, it was 67 because that was their 100th year of uh, independence. Oh. That's correct. Oh. So, I mean, I, I, what I wanted to have was more. I would like to have heard more of Larry Glick, and I would have liked to have heard more of... Uh, of uh, Lan Roberts, who, uh, and unfortunately, I believe all all the individuals we were talking about on the tape, except for, uh, I, yeah, I think Pat O'Day is also gone too now. Um, excellent radio announcers, excellent radio station, a heritage radio station on the air for years and years and years. And what can you say? That's what radio yeah. was all about, and we can't go back. We, but but we always have the time machine that right. to listen to the past, and that's that. And of course, Chris, you talk about the uh, Golden Age News Network, which has. Which has a plethora of archives that that just just a treasure trove of stuff. Oh, that, it yeah. does. Great. I don't I don't I don't even know where to listen to it. So you have to tell me where to get it. So uh, oh, you can get it. Well, that's the problem. It's not on Miss A. You have to get it on. I'm sure Gary could tell you probably on the iPhone. It's somewhere. on if you have Utunes. It's there. Yeah. Okay, that's right. Uh, that's where it comes from. Uh, on, that's uh, the on the stream. But they don't seem to have. A, they don't seem to have a website. That's what I was looking for. So uh, if they had a website, it would be nice. But they don't. But well, well, we we have Utunes, so we can. Uh, we can do that. Well, again, uh, I just want to thank you guys because uh, we, I, this is this is something that can't be done with artificial intelligence. Uh, listening to these, <laughs> well, I don't know if we do it with regular intelligence, but we're here. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That's certainly true, Chris. I, tend to, I, I, I would agree with you, but it was uh, interesting to hear that news, and uh, we'll have to figure out what we do next week. It's always a challenge trying to think all the stuff up. I mean, uh, I might have to get a computer brain or something. No, that John Wingate thing, if, if you want to play that, that's uh, uh, vintage stuff and probably a few local commercials in there, too. Because they used to, the news guys would read all the commercials. He probably doesn't have any jingles because it's that era. And probably just went through and uh, had uh, a couple of local spots. And, uh, uh, he does. As a matter of fact, uh, he reads commercials well, for Bond Clothiers. Bond Clothiers. Oh, yeah. They were around and, later, yeah. And uh, and there was one run right in my old neighborhood in the Bronx. I think we were talking about that particular one. but. Well, well, well. I, you know, Bill and I, we, 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 we take out the mayonnaise jar and we look at the un, and we unseal the envelope like Karnak used to do. And we when we, try, when we yep. try to figure out what's going on for all things radio. That's how we uh, get things done. So, okay, if you remember, wow. that. so good, Bill. All right, Jeff, you ready to put a wrap on it? Yeah, I guess I am. I can, then I can sit back and relax and and have a cigar. No, I don't. I haven't. See if the Celtics can beat the Bills Pacers tonight. We'll see how that all comes well, out. Well, you know that's going to happen. But as long <laughs> we'll as see. Jeff can mm-hmm. lean we'll back see. and relax and think about, um, 
Well, I can't say what he'll be thinking about because <laughs> I could get him in real trouble. But after he thinks about her and those other things, he... <laughs> now, I know that some of you people may we drop off of the feature station. However, there may be a quiz. We may have a quiz, so you better be uh, listening. <laughs> and, and for those of you that are wondering what AAA is, like I said, it's adult album alternative, basically what it is. They mix. They have a lot of folk, blues, rock and roll, uh, reggae, and a lot of it is very regional too. Because we've had it in Austin with KGSR over the years, and then KUTX. A lot of it to make it work, you got to be regional to your city. So this KPNW, but you had it with Seattle with all their culture, and I'd be interesting. Well, uh, they do play, but they do play enough familiar music so that uh, you will know that some yeah. of the songs they're playing. So. So here we go. We want to thank the panel. We want to thank the audience. Thank you again for all your attendance tonight, because that's what we'd like to do is break records. All right. So thank you so much. Here we go, Jeff. Whenever I produce these featured station segments, I try to let you know what's happening in the world of radio. This week we're traveling to Seattle, Washington, and we're going to listen to radio station KPNW-FM. The station transmits on a frequency of 98.9. They drop their country music format in favor of an album alternative rock format. This is a bit different than the typical alternative rock format because you get to hear deeper album cuts as well as very familiar music. So without further ado, why don't sit back and enjoy radio station KPNW-FM from Seattle, Washington on this week's edition of All Things Radio. Radio Live. KPNW, FM, and HD1 Seattle. Tacoma, Everett. Listen on 98.9. Online at 989kpnw.com. On the 989kpnw app. And your smart speaker. We are Seattle's home for music lovers. 98.9. KPNW. New music starts now. This is what local radio sounds like. 98.9. Sounds like. KPNW. KPNW. Seattle's home for music lovers. At video only, you won't find huge stores with refrigerators or microwaves, but you will find the best deals on top-rated TVs, soundbars, and monitors. Shop around. Just make sure you visit video only, because if you don't, you'll be sorry. In South Center, Bellevue, Linwood, Federal Way, and Tacoma, video only. Another long set of ad-free music on 98.9 KPNW begins now. I'm Chris from Georgetown, and I am PNW.
Seattle's love of music includes new music discovery. Here's a new song from Broken Bells. On 98.9 KPNW. KPNW, Seattle's home for music lovers. At Fred Meyer, shopping with pickup and delivery is the same as shopping in-store. KPNW. KPNW. A little bit of everything. It has mountains, ocean. I love this skateboarding scene. I think that's where it's at. I am PNW. I am PNW. KPNW, we know music lovers love great songs, but we also know that they want to know more than just the hook. They want to know how great songs were made. Here we go. Without the bass. Without the guitars. Keyboards. Or drums. Is that unmistakable voice? Please allow me to introduce myself. I'm a man of wealth and taste. Legendary stones. Me damn sure the pilot washed his hands. On Seattle's home for music lovers. 98.9. Pleased to meet you. Hope you guess my name. KPNW. We have real Kraken in our station fish tank. 98.9 KPNW. KPNW-FM and HD1 Seattle, Marysville, Bremerton. Listen, listen on 98.9 FM. At 989kpnw.com. On the 98.9 KPNW app and your smart speaker. We are Seattle's home for music lovers. 98.9 KPNW. Lovers. 
Music makers. Music citizens. Welcome to 98.9 KPNW. KPNW, Seattle's home for music lovers. 98.9. There's so much uh, that I love about the PNW. KPNW. I love the craft beer scene. Everyone is welcome. I love Snoqualmie Falls. It's just the sound of it lets me feel my place in the universe. We're all in the same vibe. You're not freaking out. I am PNW. And I'm PNW. I really enjoyed this radio station, and I got to hear music that I would have never heard on other radio stations in Albany, New York. I also enjoyed their presentation on how the song Sympathy for the Devil by the Rolling Stones was created. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, or if there's a radio station that you'd like me to feature, why don't let me know about it by email or voicemail. The email address here is Jeff, that's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net, or you can call that feedback line at 800-693-0595, that's 800-693-0595. Five handing option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. This concludes another All Things Radio Live. Join us every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern for the latest radio news, interviews, caller questions and comments, station scopes, and more. Visit the show's official website at www.allthingsradio.net and visit the Legend website at legendoldies.com. Join us again next week for another All Things Radio Live on the Worldwide Legend.